cliffcentral.com. It is time for It's Going to Be Okay with Dr. Hanan Bushkin. He's a renowned psychologist. He's also the head of the Anxiety and Trauma Clinic in Johannesburg and a regular here on cliffcentral.com. We've been speaking for a couple of weeks about people who have issues and want to have them resolved, whether it's a conflict, whether it's a, a dispute, whether it's something that you're trying to work through with somebody. And we want you to come on here and feel that it is a place where you can be taken seriously and we will be, where we will be able to address, hopefully, some of the big underlying issues that maybe are an example to the rest of us who are also going through these things. So this morning, um, we've got our own Barrett um, from Cliff Central, and he's going to be joining us. Let me welcome Dr. Hanan first. Hey, Dr. Hanan, how are you? Hey, guys. How are you? Good. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. So we've been talking about getting people on with some with some real issues, and uh, Barrett, who works with us, he put his hand up and he said, listen, um, I'm prepared to talk about something that's affected me for a very long time. And this is this is kind of a heavy story, so I'm let Barrett tell it. But um, it's a story which I think many South Africans will be able to resonate with. There's there's abuse, there's uh, there's difficult stuff that happened in his childhood, and he's brave enough to bring it up and to address it with you this morning. So I'm going to let him, let him explain it to you. And uh, hey, Barrett. Morning. How are you guys doing? Good, good, good. All right. So Morning. Barrett. Barrett, you're 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 at our offices at the moment, so you are yes. you're ready this morning to address something with uh, Dr. Hanan. I'm going to let you tell your story, and then maybe he can use this story to help other people who are trying to work through a similar situation to make some sense of it. So you you go ahead and tell cool. your story. Perfect. Thanks. Thank you for having me this morning. Morning, Dr. Sure, sure, sure. Hanan. Um, morning, Barrett. So, um, I was sexually abused um, from the age of eight. Um, I didn't realize I was abused because my definition of abuse was that I needed to be fearful of the situation and scared and frightened. And the person who did it to me made it into a fun, light thing. There wasn't um, intercourse, but it was inappropriate touching. And I realized at the age of 25 that um, I was abused. Um, it hit me like a ton of bricks at that age. I also realized a few years ago that I had... Uh, programming in my brain that in every situation in my life that there needed to be some form of abuse linked to that situation in order for that situation to be real. So it manifested into a whole bunch of different um, um, experiences in my life. Coming to that realization, um, I let go of a lot of stuff, but there's still a couple of things that I've realized that I need assistance with regarding this. So the um the one thing that I realized is is that you know being a I'm very hard on myself when I make a mistake or perceived mistake at work or in a situation I put very hard on myself very to the extent of like I'm going to be fired <laughs> you know like I'm very abusive to myself in my thoughts and my thinking so I just want to do um put that out there and ask for assistance with that so, firstly, let me say uh, the fact that you're speaking about it is incredibly brave. Most uh, survivors of any form of abuse don't speak out because it's so severely and negatively stigmatized because society perceives that as weak and sees the ones that have been stigmatized as, as something as, as though there's something wrong with them. So the fact that you are talking about it is incredibly brave. And I promise you that a lot of people that don't have the bravery that you do 
are listening to this and are getting some form of strength, bravery, insight, and are able to relate to this and are learning from your story. So first of all, really, really, really well done. Um, people think abuse, the definition of, of abuse is um, when it actually hurts. Um, yeah. And it doesn't have to hurt for it to be abuse. The moment somebody oversteps your boundaries without your permission, that is abusive. And that can be in subtle and in not so subtle ways. Obviously, at eight years old, you expect your parents to protect you. You expect the world to be safe. And when you later on you look at it and you go, the world was not safe and the, pe the, the people that should have protected me did not protect me, suddenly what ends up happening is that you enter into a fight or flight world. Um, the brain is designed to do one thing. The subconscious mind is designed to do one thing, and that is to protect you. And the moment you go through an experience where your survival is at stake, suddenly you realize that you're not safe. Suddenly what ends up happening, Barrett, is that you end up being on guard all the time. So it's kind of interesting what happens. You know, the, the moment I have a negative life experience, what my brain does automatically, it generalizes the experience. So for example, if I get bitten by a Rottweiler, my brain will suddenly start not fearing just that Rottweiler, it will start fearing all Rottweilers. Now, the worse the experience, the more my brain will generalize it. So for example, if I get, if a Rottweiler barks at me, I'll fear that Rottweiler. If a Rottweiler bites me, which is a worse experience, I'll fear all Rottweilers. If a Rottweiler sends me into hospital, I'm going to fear all dogs, maybe even all animals. The worse the experience, the more my brain will start to generalize the lesson of that experience. So when we go through something like physical or sexual abuse, which is probably the worst kind of trauma, the brain doesn't go, well, I'm not good enough for just that person. The brain goes, I'm not good enough for anyone. It generalizes that lesson. And what usually happens with people that have been through abuse, they carry the view of themselves and the world that they are just not welcomed. They're not good enough to anybody. And they wonder why. And the reason why is because the psychology of the brain is to generalize. Now, the way we deal with it and what I'd like to suggest to you is, you know, I put up a post on Instagram this weekend, which got a lot of attention. And what I said is that in order to deal with trauma, you don't have to go to the past. What you have to do is just create different experience and unlearn what the past has taught you today. So what I mean by that, Barrett, is that obviously at eight years old, you went through this experience which taught you something about yourself. You carrying this lens with you today. If you want to be different, you don't have to go and unpack what has happened to you in the past. All you have to do is unlearn it today. So let's just say your view of the world is, well, I'm not good enough. Let's just say, and by the way, of course, I am just giving an example because we haven't gone through, you know, your history and what is uh, what you've gone through prior or even post this experience. But let's just assume your view of the world is I'm not good enough. My question to you is, what are you doing? And you don't have to answer, it's a rhetorical question. My question to you is, what are you doing today that proves that right? I want you to answer that to yourself. 
what are you doing today that proves to yourself that you are not good enough? What are you doing today that undervalues yourself? What are you doing today that where you are molding yourself to other people's needs at your own expense? What are you doing today that allows people to continue overstepping your boundaries without your permission? What are you doing today that instead of saying, no, you cannot do that, you'd rather keep quiet and avoid the conflict? So once you write down a list of those things, what I'm going to ask you to do is slowly start to do the opposite. I want you to act and behave on a daily basis as though you are enough. Now, let me tell you what will happen when you do that. When you act as though you are enough, your brain will go, it's not going to like it because it's not used to it. It's unfamiliar. It's alien to you. You've never done it. It's like me. Are you right or left-handed, by the way? Right-handed. So if I made you right with your left hand, how does it feel? Weird. <laughs> Weird. So when I ask you to do the opposite and start acting as though you're enough, it's going to feel like you're writing with your, never mind your left hand, but your left toe. That's how it's going to feel. But just like, just like writing with your left hand over and over and over again, suddenly your brain begins to adjust and it suddenly feels that to be the normal. So my advice to you is make a list. And by the way, of course, I need to put that the fine print. I would love you to do it with a professional that will guide you on how to do it. But if you're going to do it, you write on a list of all your things that you do on a daily basis that proves the eight-year-old you, right? And I want you to start doing the opposite and proving the you, the eight-year-old you wrong. So start setting boundaries. Hmm. Stop molding yourself to other people's needs. Start saying, no, I can't lend you that book and I can't see you on the weekend and I can't have you over. Start acting as though you're enough and it will feel weird and weird and weird and weird and weird until your brain finds a way to adjust and then it feels absolutely normal. Wow. How's that, uh, how just, that just, I'd just like to say it wasn't my parents. We had nothing to do with my parents. Though, no, so. no, for sure. <laughs> Yeah. For yeah. sure, for sure. No, no, no. By the way, I, I, I didn't assume it was your parents. What yeah. I'm saying, when at eight years old, you go through such an extreme experience, you as an eight-year-old expect your parents to protect you. You expect yeah, your guardians to protect you. And the fact that, I don't know what happened, but the fact that the world wasn't protective, that is a traumatic yeah. experience for okay. sure. Okay. Wow. Now, Barrett, thanks for sharing your story, man. I mean, this is, uh, it's, it's, it's not easy to do this publicly, but the more people do, the more it becomes yeah. something which other, other people can access and and Dr. Hanan, that sounds like such a practical way of going about things, is write down these things and then prove yourself wrong, you know? That's it. Yes, that's it. It's just it's beautiful. Absolutely, yeah, because now you're in control. Suddenly you're no longer a slave mm -hmm. to the experience or to the person that did that to you. Now suddenly you're in control. You're in the driver's seat of proving that eight-year-old wrong. And, and there is... There's a lot of evidence that this neuroplasticity, this ability for the brain to rewire itself and to change the way that, that it works, the, the, this stuff is, is actually observable on a scientific level. The, 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 the nerve cells actually form new connections in new places and you start different Absolutely. pathways in, in your head. And this is how you correct behavior which is not optimal and and which is frankly holding a lot of people back and making a lot of people feel worse than they have to feel 
Absolutely. You know, neuroplasticity is like the craze word. And the truth is there has to be a balance. But mm. when your brain adjusts to a terrible world and your brain isn't placid enough to actually adjust to a better world, that's when it becomes incredibly traumatic. You've got to immerse yourself in the new experience. Mm. So the more you immerse yourself in the new experience, your neurons, you can actually see it visually, actually adjust and find new ways of interacting with the new world. But you've got to immerse yourself in the new world for sure. All right. Well, I'm uh, I'm pleased that we got you on this morning, Barrett, and you're, you're an example of somebody who's uh, willing to come and share your story so that we can give you pre- practical tips with Dr. Hanan so that you can start making adjustments. And if you have a similar situation, a similar story, email us, contact at cliffcentral.com, and don't be afraid. I mean, no one's going to bring you on here and make fun of you or make uh, – you know, less of your situation than, than should be given to it as a serious uh, personal experience. And we want to hear from you. And uh, we want you to feel like this is a place where you can tell those stories. So, Dr. Hanan, thank you very much. Barrett, thanks very much for joining us. And we will uh, we'll hopefully, very much. We'll hopefully start to to see the practical examples start to manifest in your life. And, and who knows, there may be yeah. someone else listening right now who's gone through exactly the same thing that you're helping. Absolutely. Very good. Thanks, yeah. Barrett. All right. Thanks, Dr. Hanan. Good to see you. Thanks, guys. Nice. Very good. Cliffcentral.com.